Hello and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to me and where you are at in the world. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I'm excited to share with you the topic we are going to discuss. I am so happy to share with you a new series, perfectly called A Mom's Job is Never Done. Now, how many of you mamas out there know that that is the living, true statement of motherhood? You know, the older your kids get, the less and less playtime you get with them. I call it playtime, but in their mind, they call it you're in my FaceTime. So for me, I'm always looking for an opportunity to be able to spend time with them, whether that's at their sporting event, watching a movie, hanging out, or just pestering them to spend time with them, even if they think it's irritating. I don't care. I only have so much time with these kids left in this house. I will aggravate them until they leave and then some. The more I think about how I interact with the kids as they get older, it's very interesting. It's almost like a video game. So with video games, you have the controller. On the controller, there are buttons you push to make the character inside the game do different things. Jump, kick, flip, run, shoot laser cannons from their eyes, and be able to move objects with their mind thoughts. I mean, this is heavy advanced stuff, y'all. All of these buttons control a certain aspect of the character's life in the game. So as your child becomes older and becomes more independent, they want to still play with mom, but they want you to have a less hands-on approach with the remote control in their life. So they want to become more independent. The interesting thing is that at the same time, they still want you to do things for them. And that brings us to the first topic in this series, And let me tell you this, I know you're not ready for this. It's called Live a Servant's Life. Excuse me? I know you all just thought, what? This is one of those topics that even when you start talking about it in church, people tend to get a little nervous, okay? (laughs) I'd like to share a story with you in the Bible. It's called A Mother's Request. You can find it in Matthew 20. I'm sharing this with you because this request comes from a mother and Jesus actually shuts her down pretty quick. So I find it a very good learning opportunity for moms as well as an opportunity for us to heed Jesus' advice in how we are to live our life. So here we are, Matthew chapter 20, starting at verse 20. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons, came to Jesus with her sons and, kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? he asked. Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. Verse 22. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. So right there, that tells us mamas, Hey, Jesus knows we think our sons are amazing. However, there are certain roles that are not created for them. Each role is prepared by our Heavenly Father. Our job as moms is to push them, stretch them, and grow them toward God so that they can become who they are supposed to become. But we can't go around the system trying to get them a leg up. It's just not going to work that way. Now, let's pick up at verse 24. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. 
Okay, let me explain this just real fast. The reason we're talking about the 10 is because we're talking about the 12 disciples, okay? There's 12 disciples. One of the mamas from the disciple club thought their babies deserved a little more and went to Jesus to plead her case and he shut her down. But when the other 10 heard about it, they were mad. So let's pick up in verse 25 and see what Jesus does. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. And I love this story. I think the important thing to focus on here is what lesson was learned by the disciples. And it was a lesson of humility. Jesus was trying to show them that his kingdom values different standards than this world. That your greatness is not found in money, in fame, in property, or having power over others. Your greatness is when you follow Jesus, serve his kingdom, and you serve others with a humble heart. This story becomes particularly interesting to me because of the mother's role in the story. There's a couple of accounts in the Bible about this. One has the mother in it, one does not. However, this intrigues me as well because the mom is learning a lesson as well, which is maybe mama doesn't know best. We hate to hear that. We cringe, right? Because we want what's best for our kids. And even in the asking, we believe in our heart that we are serving our kids best in this way. In fact, my favorite thought about this story is that James and John went to Jesus and asked to be placed on the left and right hand side of his throne. And he told them no. So they got upset, told their mom what happened. And mama said, well, let's go back up there and talk to Jesus because I know when I pray, he answers my prayers about you. I am sure. I will ask him and he will say yes. Well, That's not what happened that day. But you can't blame a mama for trying. We want their dreams to come true. And that's partly why our work is never done as a mom. We are emotionally vested. We want to serve our kids in the best way. And sometimes we can take it to the extreme. (laughs) But we do have the best intentions. So you may be asking yourself, why did I bring up the factor of what the disciples learned? Here's why. It's because we as moms need to know this as well. It's when we are serving with a humble heart that we are really living as Jesus instructed. So how does this apply to us? Well, let me think about it, girls. Who do we not serve? I mean, really. Hey, y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Talking about who do we not serve, recently I had a dog trainer come to our house because my two dogs, Hershey and Oreo, were having some behavioral issues. So the dog trainer comes to the house. She's working through the process with me. It's taking weeks and weeks and weeks of repetitive training, and the majority of the work falls to me to accomplish. So after a while and some work, the training was completed, and the dogs graduated class. That's the end of the story, or so I thought. A few weeks later, an envelope comes in the mail, and it's for Hershey and Oreo. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. But 
I'll open it. I opened it up, y'all, and they received a certificate for completion of training. It was nice, too. It's like gold and blue, like all fancy writing and everything. I was like, well, that sucks. I'm the one that really kind of did all the work, you know? And then on top of that, just to rub salt in the wound, y'all, they actually gave me a $25 check for my vet. He didn't even do anything, y'all. He's just my vet. It's not like he came over here and gave them treats every time they did a good job. So he gets $25. The dogs get a certificate and I got nothing. I didn't get to hang a plaque on my wall to show all the work I did. I guess that's what they talk about, that serving with the humble heart. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Sometimes I struggle with that. I have to tell you the best story my friend shared with me about her daughter. It was a few years ago on Mother's Day. They were returning from church. And the teaching that day was about moms and how they take care of the family and take care of others. So her sweet girl is sitting in the car in the back seat, thank God, when all of a sudden she starts talking to her mom about the teaching that day. And she says, Mom, if I think about what the preacher said today, basically it means that you're my servant, right? My friend was like, say what? I know she was thinking we're about to have a come to Jesus meeting right here in this car, girl. However, her daughter started to quickly explain. And she said, well, the preacher said that a servant is someone who serves others. And if you think about it, you serve us all the time. You take care of the house. You do the laundry. You cook the meals. You clean our rooms. You take us everywhere we need to go. So everything you do for us is kind of like what God said a servant does. So my friend thought to herself, well, she's not wrong. So it's kind of hard to discipline her with that logic. I guess as moms, we just really don't think about the things that we do as serving others. But as we practice those day-to-day activities and we work inside the home and we work outside the home and then at night we come back home to pull the night shift. There's a lot that we do that maybe we didn't sign up for or expect. However, in serving, we show others we care about them and we love them. Just think about all you do that's really about serving others. You serve through your family. Maybe you serve your church by giving tithes or teaching a class. Maybe you volunteer in your community. You donate clothing or other goods to those in need. You're a good friend. You feed the hungry. You're a mentor. You volunteer your services or your gifts and talents. If you're involved in a company, maybe you start by trying to get the company to focus on serving others by creating a program through their work that they've never thought of doing before. Or maybe you volunteer your time at the PTO at your kid's school. Or maybe you do none of those things and you give your money to help others in the community or internationally. Either way, what you're doing is serving others. And that is something that God has called each of us to do. There's a verse in the Bible, Matthew 25, 21, that people often reference as how they want to be received by God. It states, His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. I have heard this verse quoted so many times, I can't count them. But there are many verses in the Bible that talks about serving others, being humble, and having a happy heart while serving. There's an interesting verse I have found recently that I'm really taking to heart. It's 1 Peter 4, 10. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. I think it's interesting that he says that specifically, that we've received a gift and to use it to serve others. What is it in you that you have that you haven't set free yet to be put to service? What is it throughout your day that you could do to be serving others in the way that you feel like you're being led to serve? It could be as easy as going through the drive-thru and impacting their day in a positive way by paying for someone's meal. You've heard about this, right? It happens a lot. 
I had that happen to me three weeks ago. And the kid at the drive-thru said, this is 12 people in a row. Do you want to pay for the person behind you? I was like, sure, why not? Let's keep this train going. I don't want to be the one to stop at 12. Serving others, it can be fun, especially if you're using the gifts that God has given you to share with others. It can bring joy and sometimes sadness, but ultimately serving brings glory to God because he has directed our path to live in this way. A mama's work is never done, and a mama a lot of times feels like a servant, the maid, the gardener, the Mario Andretti of the mama carpool. We feel like a lot of things. (laughs) I'm glad I took a deeper look into what it means to be a servant and the lesson the disciples learned. God points us in the right direction all the time throughout the Bible. And it really is making sure that our heart is in the right place in order for us to do the things that he has called us to do. Hey moms, he has called us to do a very important job. And I know that we are up for the task, even when there's parts of it we don't like to do. In those moments, I still hope that I can learn to serve with a humble heart. But just know that when you are given a job well done or someone says thank you, absolutely take that because you are doing something good. But when you're not recognized and you're serving and giving of your heart, you really are in the mindset of serving in the way that God would say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I have enjoyed sharing this topic with you, and I hope you are encouraged to live a servant's life, or at least start in a small way. Stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, be you, because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow, to find their wake up, take a minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you, I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.